Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is Cindy Meyer with the weekly Spirit Seeker Hour, brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I just wanted to uh, make a few announcements before I bring my first of the month um, every single first Thursday of the month. Uh, Christine Campus um, is my guest, and I'm gonna I'll introduce her properly in just a moment. Um, but I did want to uh, just mention that um, we have a lot going on at Spirit Seeker. Uh, We will be at three conferences out of the next, I think it's like four weekends. Um, We will be in Chicago this weekend. You will find the March issue at the entrance uh, to both, both of the entrances at the North Lake Convention Center, which is in Chicago, Illinois. And um, I will be giving a talk at noon on Saturday uh, on Feng Shui for Health, uh, Wealth, and Happiness. And then I will be in booth number 15 doing readings. So the hours of that show are 10 to 7 on Saturday and um, 10 to 6 on Sunday. And I want to remind you, daylight savings time happens this weekend. So on Sunday, you want to um, spring forward, put your clocks ahead uh, one hour. Okay, and then the next weekend, I will be uh, in St. Louis at the Internal Spirit Fair. And I will be giving a lecture at 5 o'clock on Saturday, delivering messages from spirit. So I'll be talking about um, how to increase your own intuition and to be able to hear more when spirit is talking to you. But then I will also um, deliver as many messages as I can uh, to the group. And then I'll be doing readings um, both days on Saturday and Sunday. Then um, I will be in Kansas City the last weekend of March. Um, I will be a featured speaker there as well on feng shui and then uh, doing psychic medium readings on Friday. We're there normally from 6 until 10, and then Saturday is 10 to 7, and Sunday is 10 until 6. So you will find Spirit Seeker Magazine at all of those events, and you'll find Cindy Meyer at those events. Um, Okay, and so that's that's all of my announcements for uh, today. So I am going to um, tell you just a little bit about Christine. She wears many hats. She's an astrologer. She also works with the um, with moon, uh, the new moon, full moon, all the different facets of the moon. Um, we are very much in alignment with using the moon energy to um, to guide guide our lives, and we guide others with that same um, with that same knowledge. Um, Christine is also gifted uh, psychically, and, um, and I already mentioned she's a, an amazing astrologer. So um, with that, I am going to bring Christine on. Christine, are you there? Are you there? No, she's not there. All right. Um, Let me look and see. Maybe this is her. Hello, Christine, are you there? Oh, there you are. I'm sorry, I I pushed the wrong button. Um, Hi, and thank you so much for being willing. I know we were supposed to be on the air last week, so I want to really thank you for... um, Shifting gears and being on this week, it's amazing what a week can do and for a difference. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, no worry. I know it's going around, so I'm glad you're feeling better and we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so tonight, um, listeners, what, what's going to happen is Christine and uh, is going to share all about the astrology that's happening. We'll talk about the, the moon cycles and how best to use the energy of all of that. I'll jump in every once in a while with some feng shui wisdom and then um, on the second half of the show, we will do readings for everyone. Um, so if you are wanting a reading tonight, just on your phone, push one star or one pound, either one, and that will um, alert me on the switchboard that you would indeed like to ask a question. Okay, so Christine, what is going on yeah. with all of this? I mean, globally, what is going on? <laughs> well, I, you know, I I can't even, I don't know if I can speak to this whole virus and how that, where that is even, you know, I've been kind of scouring different astrologers trying to get their take on it, but nobody's really commenting too much on it yet. I think we're all kind of just waiting to see how it, you know, kind of phases out, but um, but really where we're at right now, that's, you know, we're in this winding down phase. We're in Pisces season. It's the last sign of the Zodiac. It's the end of the, you know, um, astrological year. We're really, you know, wrapping things up and sort of coming to this rest and relaxation period. Um, 
through so right now you know we're we're in Pisces and then we get to Aries on March 21st so it's really kind of the astrological new year and so you know Pisces is this very intuitive very mystical sign and right now it's kind of where we're at we're we're all reconnecting and strengthening our spiritual connections um, but then we also have Mercury in retrograde right now um, in the sign of Pisces. Um, also, just just kind of crossed back into Aquarius today. So that Mercury retrograde happening in this spiritual, intuitive zone is really showing us how to tune in and listen to that intuition, how where we need to let go of things and where we need to be shedding, um, you know, having compassion for people and having giving forgiveness. Um, you know, so just yesterday, this retrograde happening in Pisces, but Mercury kind of retrograded all the way back into Aquarius yesterday. And that is really taking us, we're, we're kind of coming to the end of Mercury retrograde. It ends on Monday the 9th. So right now it's triggering things that were happening at the beginning of February. So we're kind of returning to things that were coming up at the beginning of February, and we're, we're coming to a conclusion of those things right now. So whatever ideas or things that you started, you know, all of that's kind of closing out, and then, you know, we've kind of got the next Mercury retrograde and from the 9th, and we've got the next two weeks until the 21st to just sort of like, whew, all right, we're done, let's relax, let's, you know, just take a minute and go within ourselves and really reconnect to our own spirituality and our, you know, having a meditation practice or, you know, paying attention to our dreams and we're really checking in with our subconscious and intuitive selves is kind of this Pisces energy right now. Well, and then that full moon that happens on the 9th is in Virgo, which, you know, there's an awful lot, like, I mean, okay, so, like, March 9th, Mercury goes direct in Aquarius, and then, um, and then, you know, it's direct, but it's in Aquarius, which, Aquarius is always about, like, getting out of the linear mind and trusting more the, the bigger mind, is how I always look at it, like, really, like, like, tapping into the consciousness of the planet, like what's best for everyone. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but but they're always no, free thinkers totally. and very innovative. You know, I love Aquarians. I mean, it's just, you know, I love, I have well, many Aquarian friends, and I and they get I'm, me out of the box. I'm an Aquarian, but it's so funny you said it. So it's like my fiancé, he just brought it up today. He's like, you know, I need you and your, your mind because he's like, ah, for me, one and one equals two, and that's all I see, that's how it is. He's like, for you sure, there's one and one equals two, but you also see, you know, one and a half plus a half equals two. Or, you know, so I see all right. the options. That's the very Aquarius thing is that we see the big picture and all the various ways of getting there. And so Aquarius is a very, you know, brings a lot of innovation and just, you know, seeing that bigger picture and different ways of doing things. Um, but, yeah, the, the Virgo full moon so we've got this full moon in the sign of Virgo, and Virgo is an earth sign. It's very grounded, you know, so it's the total opposite of Pisces, which is spiritual and, you know, kind of connected to the other side. But both Virgo and Pisces are kind of helper and healing signs. But Pisces is kind of the spiritual helper and healer, and Virgo is like the earthly helper and healer. So, you know, what I see happening this full moon is us really – kind of pushing ourselves to get our lives in order and take some physical steps of, like, cleaning things up, organizing. Um, but, you know, probably doing that physically, you know, in our lives somewhere. But then also we're doing that emotionally. We're cleaning up and organizing and kind of taking steps, taking note of what we need to let go of. And, you know, the other thing about Virgo Virgo is very analytical and very perfecting. And so I think the thing to watch out for this full moon is, you know, on the flip side, the kind of downside of Virgo is they can get into this perfectionistic place. So really becoming more accepting of our imperfections in life is what this this full moon is going to kind of show us and where we can just kind of give in and trust life and know that everything doesn't have to go our way and that could still be exactly what needs to happen. 
Right, right. Well, and it's the details. It really is the details. And, yeah. you know, since we're coming out of this Mercury retrograde, which is, you know, looking at your life and, um, like, like I just read something today. I don't, I don't know. I, I read all kinds of different things. And it was saying that on um, today, the, the, well, actually yesterday was the fourth, but Mercury, when it went retrograde into Aquarius and it stays there for five days, and it was like this is the time to open your mind to see what your inventiveness may have missed. Like, you know, and redesign um, and get yourself onto the marketplace. So it's like, it's like, what can you do? Like, that's what this whole year, I feel like the year of unity is all about is what can you do to help make the world a better place? What can you do with your gifts to repackage them or refine them um, to get them out there and help? You know, like the more we are of service right now, um, and especially with this virus, like I, I, I don't think the United States has ever really dealt with anything quite like this. You know, we had the uh, yeah. SARS and Ebola, but you know, New York went from 11 to 22 cases in 24 hours, and part of it is they're just now testing. You know, so now that we're finally getting testing, we're realizing, oh well, let's see. So this is not to be fear, fear, fearful, because you know. The, I mean, we could go over just a few tips if you wanted to on how to boost your immune system. Um, I don't know if you want to do that, but we could. You yeah. Know, that would, I mean, I think everybody yeah. could use that. I could use it. Yes, yes. So one of my clients taught me something today because the hand sanitizers are just about out in most stores and the alcohol right. is out in most stores. But apparently, and I have no idea what the mixture is on this, so you'd have to all look it up, but apparently if you can get isopropyl alcohol and you can get aloe, aloe vera um the gel, you mix those oh. two together, and there's your hand sanitizer. I had no idea. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, is you can still get, in many cases, because people don't think about it, um, the antibacterial wipes that they have for kitchen, for the kitchen counters. And so yeah. what I've been encouraging everyone is, you know, you know, high-profile places like bathroom doors, you know, back and forth, people going in and out. Um, any kind of place where hands are on them regularly, you just wipe them down. You just wipe them down. And, um, and you know, the face masks are not really the solution. You know, um, they say that they're not really protecting anyone. But I did read this thing about if you were going to fly on an airplane, if someone two seats over from you is coughing, that's too close. So yeah. ask to be moved. If it's not a full flight, you just simply ask, to ask to be moved and I saw this probably two months ago when I was flying I had never seen it before in my life this lady pulled out one of those antibacterial wipes and before the snack and drinks were served she had wiped that completely wiped down her tray her tray everything you know but I, what we're going I feel like that's more and more common <laughs> I've just never yeah so but what what America has never dealt with is the following they are canceling conventions every which way Chicago and the McPork McCormick Center, a lot of those conferences are being canceled. My son was supposed to be flying to San Diego for a solar conference, um, leaving Chicago on Sunday, arriving, you know, Sunday night to be ready to go on Monday morning. They've canceled the whole conference. They don't want anyone going to the West Coast. Yeah. And I'm supposed to go to an astrology conference in May, and I'm just, and it's in Seattle, and I'm just waiting. I don't think it's going to happen, but... Right. And they're saying don't even waste your time with the travel insurance because the travel insurance, since this has all happened, they've changed all the rules. So it's like it's not even mm. worth it. But the good thing is that a lot of airlines are now saying, please do buy your tickets. Um, we will give you a reticketing for free if it needs to be reticketed for up to a year. So this is like this is because everyone's freaking out. You know, the travel industry is plummeting. Um, you know, we're watching Italy, where Italy told all of their students to stay home. There are no schools open in the whole country of Italy right now. And they're telling the employees to work from home. Don't come to work. So, yeah. you know, you know, it's different, though, in Italy because they get health care free. They get all this other stuff free. And in, in, in America, this is going to be in a, a crisis point with a lot of people are hourly workers. They don't have benefits. Right. Yeah. Well, and the, I mean, I, my company does not have a work from home policy and I, you know, being the Aquarius that I am, I've been pushing them to have something for a while and I'm almost excited because I feel like this is going to force the issue. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, and it's so funny. I'm just going to read this uh, this one. Um, this is from my friend Beatrix from her moon book. It says, March 9th, full moon in Virgo. Let go of small-minded thinking and focus on uh, finding divinity in the details. Time to be very clear about boundaries. Release yourself from lingering health issues. Let go of romancing sickness. Time to fall into the arms of wellness. So this is because of this Virgo. Virgo's all all about the physical body. And, you know, it's interesting. I shared recently that in the past, a long time ago, the only way I knew how to stop and receive support was to get sick or break Mm. something. Um, This was a pattern I had for a long time because I just always went, 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 went. And then if, you know, it was socially acceptable in my mind that if I broke something, then I couldn't go, go, go. So I said I had to, I had to break, I had to break that pattern. So, you know, right now more than ever, this is a good time to up your vitamin D. It's a good time to up your vitamin C. It's a good time mm-hmm. to up your super greens. You know, because that will keep you in alkalinity. When we're in alkalinity, it is very, very hard for us to get sick. Yes. You know. Um, this does remind me, so we have Saturn. Saturn is about to leave Capricorn. And Saturn has been in Capricorn for the last year and a half, well, three years. So it's been there since January 2018. And on March 21st, Saturn moves from Capricorn into Aquarius. And Saturn is this planet of our structure. And while Saturn's been in Capricorn, you know, you could see this playing out by all of the things kind of breaking down in our government and showing us these things need to be rebuilt. We need new structure here. And Saturn moving into Aquarius is showing us building new structure in our connections, in our social abilities, and so really showing us where we need stronger boundaries and making us question our boundaries. Um, Also helping us to sort of become more interested in, in experimenting and breaking free from the status quo. And I can see that. That's already shaping up, you know, so that that Saturn and Aquarius period is going to last for three years. I really hope that that virus doesn't go on for three years. But I can see that kind of playing into this where it's requiring boundaries. It's requiring some innovation. It's requiring, you know, all of us to break free from the status quo. Like you said, this has not happened in America. We haven't really seen how this is going to play out. Um, so I can, I think there's going to be a lot, I'm, I'm very excited for anything in Aquarius, but Saturn in Aquarius I'm excited for because I think it's going to bring that open-minded structure to so many areas of the world over the next three years. Well, and I think another thing that is happening here, Christine, is, um, we've had four, almost four years of an administration saying that science is a lie. Mm. And yeah. whenever oh, yeah. you have um, that, uh, like the rest of the world is watching the United States that used to be a leading uh, country with science. And we've gutted our science department. We've gutted our CDC. We've gutted, I don't want to go into all of it. It's There's a reason. There's always a reason for everything mm-hmm. that happens. And now we're seeing, you know, the the danger of not being connected when we try and be an isolationist country and your scientists are not communicating with other scientists. And even this panel that Pence put together, there are only three scientists on it. Out of all yeah. these people he put together, a lot of them are prayer people. And this is, this is not how you handle a uh, crisis with healthcare. And then you've got the President of the United States going on Fox News again today saying, don't listen to them. If you have the coronavirus, just go to work. Oh my gosh. So so it's okay. It's because we cannot be blind sheep anymore and people have to figure out that um, we have to be in conversation with other countries. And then the whole thing with the political system, this is a really interesting. Michael Bloomberg who a lot of people, you know, have their feelings one way or the other. But he was very from the front. He said that depending on how it went, you know, with, um, 
you know, Super Tuesday, he said he would support the the final candidate. Well, guess what he did today? And this is just barely even out there. He's formed a task force or some kind of special committee where he has um, they've identified he has some kind of software program that he paid for and developed where he can he can determine which states are the most vulnerable. So he is putting millions more dollars in keeping staff in six states, and he is doing nothing but supporting the Democratic candidate for president, whoever it is. So we're seeing alignment. And then Bill and Melinda Gates, they donated I forget how many millions of dollars toward the coronavirus. So we're seeing more and more people stepping up. We're seeing people who um, this friend of mine, Joan Lipkin's brother, uh, worked a lot with the SARS virus, and he just got back from China. He's been quarantined, and he's now out. He's not on Pence's team, but he's going on every single TV show that he can trying to teach people about what to do so that they don't panic. So we have all these people that are stepping up that have not necessarily had roles like this before in stewarding our planet. Very much so. Yeah, you're seeing that social connection burge, burgeoning. And, you know, another thing that it, this, I feel like Saturn Aquarius is going to do, is it, it's a distributor of information. So I feel like more and more information is going to continue to come out and we're just going to become, it's going to become clearer and clearer, you know, what needs to really happen. I think so. And I think it's it's all part of the unity, though, realizing that, what happens in China affects us in the United States. What happens in the United States affects what's happening in Italy. What happens in Italy affects what's happening in France. It's like we're not we're not this island unto ourselves anymore, and that's part of with planes flying every which way, with our military every which way, with our people every which way, you know. But but and and the whole thing is is that no one could have seen this coming per se. You just but you have to always be prepared and that's why you have a CDC. That's why you have scientists. You know, and what's what's fascinating, when if ever does anyone remember like in the state of Washington they have so many cases now, they just bought a hotel that was sitting empty and they now have put the patients with the coronavirus in that hotel because they don't mm-hmm. want to jam up the hospitals for the sick people that are coming in. So mm-hmm. this is this is a whole new, like, and it's interesting, Seattle was also the very first city that um, came up with, with HIV. They had their own hospital just for AIDS patients, and they created wow. a network of volunteers. I'm not kidding. They created this network of volunteers who were trained as to how to work with that virus, and they went into the homes as volunteers and did housekeeping and helping the because people were definitely afraid. They'd see the AIDS patients back in the day when before, you know, the antivirals and everything, and it was a death sentence, you know. But but they trained them so that they weren't afraid and they could go in and, you know, so they their program, their pilot program became a model for other cities all throughout the United States and other parts of the world. So there's always these good things that that come out of these bad things. And I think moving into Virgo with this full moon is all about health. It's all about healing. It's all about, like, what do you need to do to strengthen your immune system so that you feel okay when someone coughs? Mm-hmm. Very much so. so. I think it's, Very much it's, health and healing. Yeah. Right. And then the spiritual part of Pisces, we know, like that's the intuition. And that's the part that, um, why don't we talk just a little bit more about Pisces? Because I just feel like this Pisces is different this time. I don't know why, but maybe I'm wrong. And then moving into um, Aries, how we can use, you know, we're we're starting our our spring, you know, with with what's coming up now. So um, whatever you want to share. Well, I feel like this Pisces is a little bit different, and I think it is. It has to do with, um, you know, the re- the retrograde is in there, but really this Saturn period wrapping up, you know, these last three years of lessons. So it's almost like we're really, you know, kind of looking back and and closing up closing up things that have been going on for some time. And, you know, we have Neptune this Saturday. We have Neptune joining the sun. So Neptune is the spiritual planet that is the ruler of Pisces. And it's joining up with the sun, which is our ego and it's our drive and, you know, kind of our our big picture personality. And so, like, this week in particular, 
with our spiritual realm joining up with our ego, you can't really have spirit and ego together. So really Neptune's going to overpower that. It's going to force this selflessness and this compassion and this forgiveness energy and really sort of helping us to dissolve, um, you know, any of these lingering issues that have been challenges that we've been working through over the last three years that we've been sort of working towards this greater change and building these new structures and really solidifying ourselves at a new level so we can kind of level up, basically. So I feel like this this Pisces season has been very heavy because it's almost like we're in this, you know, testing phase before we graduate at, at you know, on March 21st. So it's like we're consolidating, we're, we're getting ready to do our exam and, you know, kind of prove that we've learned these lessons and we're ready to, you know, move on to a higher structure. So it's kind of bringing up all of these things. And then, you know, again, this, this spiritual energy, and we're at the end of the, the zodiac, we're at the end of the astrological year, so it's already kind of this wind down, you know, not as active energy. So while all of this is going on, we're already feeling tired because we're kind of at the end of this energy and we're ready to just relax for a little bit. And then here we've got these major lessons wrapping up. You know, like I, I know for myself, I've been working really hard to get my house uh, ready to sell and get it on the market. And it has been this huge, laborious process. And we finished it last weekend. <laughs> And it is just like, I'm so excited that we could just breathe and be done. And, um, you know, and it's actually really exciting. I, I put it on the market today. I had an offer within four hours, and I'm trying not to get too excited about it, but it's pretty good. <laughs> um, I know. I showed so, property today to a client, and there were 35 showings yesterday, and they someone wrote a contract for 4000 over asking price. It was gone. It was gone. Yeah. And, you know, my house is going on the market in two weeks. And it's like, oh, I've been seeing it sold before. Oh, 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 well, everybody's been waiting. Normally the spring season in the Midwest starts in February, but people have been waiting. And so I, I actually have uh, three people, like agents who have reached out. They don't even know that my house is going on the market. They're, but they know mm. that, like, they send out letters now. I mean, I've done it too, but you know, where, look, I have qualified buyers looking for a house in your subdivision. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a pre-showing before I put the sign in my yard, and if I have a contract, I'm taking it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's, right. you know, I have this sold to a friend of mine who's a realtor, and she knew, you know, through the Airbnb that I, what I was doing, she has a client looking for an Airbnb. It just worked out so, so well. Is that who bought it then? And, is what? Is, is it you sold it to someone looking for an Airbnb? Yeah, I did. Oh my it's god, that's awesome. I know. And I you know, so I was able to show them the revenue and just it all worked out and I've been stressing so much over this house for the last I don't know, probably six months to a year because I knew it was coming, I knew I was gonna get out of it and for it to all just be wrapping up right now, I feel like is this completion energy that is right. just so, you know, in line. And so it all feels right. right. And I'm, you know, ready to just sort of let it go and let it be what it is. Um, you know, and so that's that, that wrapping up energy that we're feeling right now. And we're, some of us might still be in it where we're, you know, doing all this work to really finish our lessons and, you know, make sure you get to this place where you do have um, sort of some downtime. So another thing I wanted to mention was just Venus moved into Taurus today and is there for the next four weeks. And so Venus moving into Taurus gives us this very, you know, loving, loving the pleasurable side of life. And, you know, Taurus is this earth sign, very physical, very in the material world, um, really pushing us to be more grounded, more in this loving mother earth and taking pleasure in the good life, eating good food, doing, enjoying nice things. And, and so I feel like this uh, for today through the end of Pisces season, we've got this Venus and Taurus sort of pleasure enjoying the real world kind of energy is is really giving us this 
this energy where we can finally just relax a little bit as we enjoy the end of the astrological new year. And then on March 21st, when we hit Aries, we're ready to take action and finally make some moves. But we need some downtime. Take the next two weeks and have some downtime and just kind of recoup for a little bit. (laughs) Right. And that's really what, okay, so James Michener is an author who's written a lot of books and almost all of them or like Alaska, or they're very thick, big, big books. But one of his very first novels that he ever wrote was called The Fires of Spring. And I've read that book probably three times. I don't, there aren't that many books that I read more than once, but that's one of them. And what he said in there has always stayed in my mind. He said, making New Year's resolutions in the dead of winter, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you no. do that? And he says, in the spring... You know, when all is coming back to life is when, after the dead of winter, you know, even if you live in an area that, you know, doesn't have the four seasons, it doesn't matter. There's still a feeling of, you know, completing the astrology year. Mm-hmm. You know, most people most people don't realize that, you know, it's not January Capricorn that's the beginning of the astrology. No, it is uh, April with um, with Aries. And so... You know, that is why you see Easter, Ostara, Goddess Ostara, with the basket of the eggs, you know, like fertility Mm -hmm. and starting this whole new energy uh, in the spring when all comes back to life. And, um, I mean, it's just really a very beautiful, beautiful thing. And this is the time to, so I think that's where we're doing the regroup before we really go out and um, that that's where that the little bit of a pause with the Aquarius. Where can where can you tweak things? The spirituality of of uh, Pisces. Where can you really bring in the spiritual component? Because the more we are of service right now, and the more we are making the world a better place, the more vibrationally we are in alignment with this unity energy of 2020. Very much so. Very much so. So, all right. So we're gonna take questions. Unless you do, you have anything else? Um, I do. I do want to mention with feng shui just a little bit of how to work with the spring energy, and then we're gonna go right into readings. Um, with yes. feng shui, the, the the basic tenets of feng shui is love it, use it, or lose it. And so, if you're keeping artwork because someone gave it to you, but you don't really like it anymore, like maybe it's like, you know, a phase that you went through, but when you look at it, it just doesn't make your heart sing. Get rid of it. Donate it. Get rid of it. You know, there's a there's a website called Free Cycle where you can donate dishes. You can donate almost anything, um, but you can also, you know, um, you know, donate to shelters and do different things. And I do want to mention suitcases. Like they're they're asking for suitcases at um, some of the um, the places that are taking care of kids because a lot of these foster kids are coming out of homes that are just, you know, unsafe for them, and then they land in a place, and then they have whatever belongings they were able to take before, you know, uh, social services took them, and then they have a little paper bag going from place to place. So they're saying if you have suitcases that you're just, like, rather than just throwing them away or donating them to Goodwill, donate them to shelters, because a lot of those people wind up there in an emergency situation, and then they don't have them. Um, but getting back to feng shui, I mean, that's just all part of this, is finding ways to deal with your stuff, is the spring cleaning that happened back in the day really was for a reason. <clears throat> Houses have been closed up, and one of the things, if you want more prosperity and abundance in your life, I suggest that you open your window every single day symbolically, opening the window, letting the old stale out, inviting the new fresh in. I don't care if it's zero degrees. You let the old out and you invite the new in. And then using lemon, um, it's not, you know, I know back in the day everybody used lemon oil. I still use lemon oil. But I also diffuse lemon because when you diffuse, when when I had this whole thing in my house with my roommate having the flu and me having the sinus thing, I was like, oh, this, because I was coughing, he was coughing. It was the whole thing. I was like, this is disastrous. So I opened all the windows. I diffused peppermint. I diffused lemon. I diffused all kinds of stuff. And then I did all the countertops, all the floors, everything. And I think my washer and dryer ran on stuff for two days with everything that could have possibly been touched. So there's a reason for all this. And the reason is, is as you, like with the Chinese New Year, they actually say get all of your Christmas decorations down, any of your stuff down, 
because you don't want to bring the old energy of the year before going into this new year. And they also say have your house immaculately cleaned as you go into the new year. So I'm encouraging every single person on this call tonight to make a commitment to totally spring clean your house this year and see what happens in your life. And that means going through your closet and getting rid of things that you haven't worn in over two years. Yes, it does. Even if you think you're going to lose the weight or you think, you know, you're going to wear it, if you have not worn it in two years, if it's just been sitting there taking up space, get rid of it. Love it, use it, or lose it. And it's a really good idea to just take a clipboard and go room to room and not do every room at one time, but you can at least get it on one sheet of paper for this, one sheet of paper for that. And then as you have time, clean out the sock drawer, clean out the linen closet, clean out the, you know, there's always something you can be doing. And, you know, but but to initially start, just look around. And if there's a printer that hasn't worked, if there's a lamp that's not working, anything that's not working energetically zaps the energy of your space. Um, and that's another thing with water leaks. I'm just going to mention it because we're going into spring. That means rain. That means tornadoes. That means, like, all kinds of stuff with water. Any kind of a water leak in feng shui is an absolute no-no because um, based on where it is is how it's going to affect your house. But you'll find people who make so much money, but then it's draining as fast as it's coming in, it's going out. And oftentimes their homes have energetic leaks in them. So anything with a water leak is a feng shui no, 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 because your good is leaking away. And that's why we suggest when you flush your toilet, you put the lid down because otherwise you're taking all your good chi and you're flushing it down the toilet as well and if nothing else they have done studies on germs and when you flush a toilet without putting the lid down those germs go all over that bathroom on every wall every surface so if that is not a good reason to put the lid down when you flush the toilet i don't know what is um And then the only other thing is go through all your old vitamins, clear all that stuff out. Really, really focus on going into spring, the beginning of this new year, in a whole new, different way. Um, Okay, so that's that's it. So when you ask your questions, you can um, ask a feng shui question if you want. You can ask an astrology question. Um, uh, You have a gifted astrologer. You have a gifted two moon girls here, um, and we're both um, psychically gifted. So... Um, so we're going to read as many people as we can, but there is one rule. You only get to one a- ask one question. Um, and if you ask that question, we give you an answer. You don't get to ask another question and another question because we want we have a lot of people on the call tonight, and we want to read for as many people as we uh, can. Before we do that, I'm going to um, – I w- would like Christine and I both to give you our private information. We're both available for um, – uh, Christine does uh, astrology charts. She does um, readings. I, I do readings. Um, I'm also a medium. I'm not doing mediumship work on the air, but I am a medium as well as a psychic. So um, if you find yourself thinking, oh, my gosh, I need a longer reading, by all means, um, call one of us. Um, I do either 15-minute Internet readings or I do phone readings um, over the phone. So my office number is 636-530-7579. I'll repeat that, 636-530-7579. Seven five seven nine. Um, although these days most people are reaching me by cell phone, and I do not mind. It's and I do text. It's three one four six five one eight five one three. All right. So Christine, give them your um, contact information. Yes. So you can find me on the web at Christine. That's C H R I S T I N E Compass C O M P A S. So Christine Compass with one S on the end of Compass. Dot com, And you can go online there and book readings with me online. My schedule is up to date. And if you are a listener of Cindy's, um, I love Cindy, being on Cindy's show and coming on and doing astrological updates with everybody. So all of Cindy's readers, if you use the code Cindy Meyer, just Cindy's name, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R, whenever you are booking an appointment, that will give you 15% off of a reading. And so that's my little discount for all of the Spirit Seeker listeners. Oh, that is so sweet that you do that. I, I, yeah. I, I know you mentioned it the one time. I didn't know that you did that ongoing. Um, okay, yeah, well, that's really nice. Yeah, I think you're really nice. to keep it going. 
Yeah. Okay, and then last thing, if you want to know about events like this um, or when the magazine's online, because we've been published digitally online since 1998, but we started in um, two years before that. So you can go to spiritseeker.com, and there is join our newsletter. Um, and all you have to do is just fill out your information, and then you are eligible for free books, for free DVDs, CDs, tickets to events. Um, the print magazine is in Chicago, St. Louis, and in both coasts of Florida. Um, but then we also have these digital readers since 1998. So we give things away. Um, and so, But you have to be on our email newsletter to be eligible for that. And then we let you know who the guests are on the radio show, etc. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to say the area code. Um, and when you come on, you're going to say your first name, where you're calling from, and your question. So we are going to go to area code 205-675. You are live on the air. Hi, ladies. How are you both? We're great. Good. (laughs) Great. Um, My name is Patricia. I'm calling from Alabama. And my question is um, about an ex-partner. I don't know if you need the birthday of the two people. Um, I'm asking a question about him and a female that is around him all the time. I just want to know, do you see the true nature of the relationship between the two? He wanted to connect, um, spoke about us reconnecting back in December um, in a serious relationship. And I just want to know, um, what is the relationship with this female that he's been around? And I do have both birthdays. So is the question, okay, so is this a former boyfriend or a current boyfriend? He's an ex-partner. We were together two years ago for about five years. Okay. So the question is you're still wanting to, like, know about his life and this new woman in it? Right. He wants to to reconnect with me in a serious relationship as of December. Oh, okay. But there's, yeah. Okay. He says there's no one in his life, but hmm, I don't know. But you sense that there is. So the question is, 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 do you have a particular name you want us to check, or is it just the energy of is he available fully? Um, the name, her initial, um, do you need, can you use the initials? Yes, that would be fine. Yeah. Um, Just give us those birthdays with that, too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. His birthday is 228.63, and her birthday is 2677. And it's really funny. She and I have the same birthday. Um, just different years, so that's even more, I don't know, crazy to me. <laughs> right, and but that, you see that, that oftentimes with karmic situations, um, it happens a lot. Like my daughter was dating this young man who had the same birthday as her brother, and now she's dating a young man who has the same birthday as her father. Whenever you see that, there's almost always some kind of karmic implications. Um, okay. Like why your, your soul has been drawn. So what I see is this. Um, and Christine, do you, well, Christine, you go first because you already probably looked at their astrology and everything. What What are you getting? Well, so what I'm, and it's interesting to me that you and her have the same birthday because, like Cindy said, that tells me that you both probably have, you know, some kind of soul and karmic ties. So, I, but it sounds to me, you know, I can hear it in your voice that you have this suspicion, and I feel like there's this gut feeling that you have, and I would say to listen to that intuition. And so he is a Pisces, you are Aquarius. Typically, yes, I'm just, I'm, I'm, she's 77 and I'm 73. So that's right. Only what doesn't matter. Year. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But I would say, you know, Pisces and Aquarius are not typically two signs that are going to have a love affair for the ages because Pisces is a super emotional sign and they have 
you know, they need so much emotionally. Aquarius does not need that emotion. We, you know, and there's a lot more around in it. Yeah, but there's, so there could be more around that, but that's kind of what I'm getting is that I don't know that it sounds to me that there's maybe some intuition that's telling you, you've tried this before. Do you really need to try it again? Uh Right. And the cards are showing that you got instant feedback. Whatever happened when he said he was serious, then there was some kind of something that showed up and you're like, but wait a minute. And I don't know what it was. I don't, I don't know if you heard someone in the background or what it was, but it's showing that right now I would be focusing on you rather than on the two of you. Okay. I it's just I not the, Yeah, it's just not the right timing for the two of you. It just feels like you've learned everything. You know, I think if he had not reached out, I don't think you would have reached back to him. I think it was almost like him giving you false hope or something, and you're like, I don't know if I trust this. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. the instant feedback card being here saying, <clears throat> and then I, and then I pulled another card just to check it, and saying get a new story. I, I You know, there's a Mary Inglebright card that I love. It's this little girl with a knapsack over her shoulder. She's running away. She's leaving, and it says, and she looks back, and the street sign says no longer an option looking back. So for you, it's looking forward, and the fact that it's already, like, murky is not a good sign. You know, and I kind of I kind of have this, this feeling that him coming back, it, it stirs up this desire that you have. You want that. You want a relationship. You want this closeness. Maybe he's been a close friend and somebody you've known. So it stirred up that mm-hmm. desire in you, and it's kind of created maybe a little bit of a fantasy in your mind. But don't, that's, that's a, you know, that's, desire is for a good relationship and that you know and you're seeing a little bit of fantasy from him okay yeah all right well but but just just focus on what you want make a new list of what you're interested in and um i caution is advised here okay all right thank you thank you you're very welcome okay all right, we are going to go to area code 512-587. You are live on the air. Okay, we are going to not go to 512. We're going to go to 607-206. You are live on the air, 607-206. Hi, my name is Nicole from New York. Hi, Nicole from New York. What's your question this evening? I want to know if I'll be evicted at the end of this month or next month. Okay. So is there a looming eviction for you? It feels like you knew about this three months ago. Is that true? No. I've been worried about getting enough money to pay rent. No, but it feels like three months ago something changed, and you've been in a financial spin ever since. You're at a crossroads, my dear. Yeah, Um, it's showing that you're at a crossroads, and it's it's very well maybe moving. You know, I'm getting this this kind of the same that you need to release this. Maybe you're holding on to it, and actually, you really need to release it. It's not meant for you anymore. That's kind of what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not about the money. It's not about the money. There's something energetically off about your home right now that's not the same. I don't know if it's there's been a change in the neighbors or a change in the inhabitants, but there's something. The universe is clearing the path for you to, to move to a different place. And I know you don't want to. I understand that. But what Christine just said makes total sense because um, – it's just not the same. Something has changed. And they say go back three months ago and you'll see. I don't know what happened three months ago. Did you lose your job or did something change financially? Or uh, I think I quit talking to my dad. Okay. Mm. Is there a lot of his energy in that place? What? 
Well, this, you're releasing that energy. Whatever that energy was when you quit talking to him, you're, you're, you're letting go of a whole phase right now. So I feel like that, you know, maybe your, your house location is tied to that. So that's really just what I'm getting is, is letting it go. Yeah, rather than being evicted, I gotta tell, tell us to quit talking about my dad because I don't want to talk about him, and he wants to be on my mind, and I don't want him on my mind. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. So what the cards are showing though is if you let this go, rather than looking at it like you're being evicted, instead you are choosing to leave, that you're going to have an opening that is huge. There's something energetically about this place that is not in your highest interest right now. I feel like you're going to find a place for less money that you're going to absolutely love with way more sunshine. Is it dark? Is is it dark where you are? There's more sunshine here than my last apartment. Okay. Well, when you choose your next, yeah, when you choose where you're going next, sunlight is the is at the top of the list. And I see a kitchen that is just bright and cheerful. I just see you saying, oh, my God, this is the best thing that could have happened. But, you know, right now it's hard to conceive that. <clears throat> but I do see you moving within the month, five weeks at the most. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Just, and hopefully it will show up quickly so it won't be so stressful for you. Okay? Release it. Yep. You're releasing it. Yeah, it's going to better things. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. So being a psychic, it's not always easy because sometimes we can't just tell people, like, yeah, we just can't. And, I mean, you know, this this is totally at a crossroads. And, and see, sometimes the universe pushes us out of a nest because it's not where we need to stay anymore. And... You know, it's just like that's what a, a mother mother bird does. She pushes the babies out of the nest, and somehow they fly. And um, <clears throat> so, oh my goodness! All right, so we are going to go. We have a um, we have time to do a few more readings. We're going to go to nine one four five two two. You're live on the air. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much. My name is Catherine, and I'm from New York. Um, my hi. question. Hi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, and I really love the intro to the show. Um, thank you for oh, that thank as well. Oh, thank you. Very informative. Uh, um, my question is uh, for my mom, actually. Um, she's looking to uh, rent her apartment out to a new tenant. Um, someone's coming to look at it tomorrow. Do you feel that person uh, taking it or another person taking it soon? Okay, so the energy around is your mom going to attract a renter for uh, the apartment that she is renting fairly soon? Would that be a good way to ask yes. this? Okay. Yes, yes, thank you. Yes. Okay, so the energy. And tell me your first name again. I'm sorry, I, I heard Leanne, but I wasn't sure. No, Catherine. What is it? Catherine. Oh, Catherine. Catherine. Okay, I'm so sorry, Catherine. I've had this, whatever this is, my ears are weird. Okay. All right. All right. So once again, this, uh, not once again, but it's showing, Goddess Lakshmi's here, saying that it's going to be rented. Stop worrying. Everything's going to be fine. It feels like she's raised the rent maybe even, and, and tell her to stop worrying about that. I think she's fretting over, should I have kept it the same? Should I, whatever. Um, the, what she's doing this time is she's going to attract someone that's going to be there for probably three to four years. So this is going to be a longer-term renter, um, and she's, she's going to get a really good renter is what I'm getting. I, I agree. I'm getting this very much, you know, sort of one with creation energy. So she's ready. She's looking for it. It's going to come. So releasing that worry and just having that positive attitude of knowing that it's coming is and it will. So. It looks really, really good. You're very welcome, Catherine. And tell your mom congratulations. It looks really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. So it's a lot about homes and moving. This is interesting. Okay. We're going to go to area code 954-921. You're live on the air. Thank you, ladies. This is Mary. I'm calling for 
uh, from Florida. And um, my question is sort of similar. I had started back in June thinking I was going to move because my expenses were escalating. But the places that I had in mind turned out to be more expensive than I thought. And uh, right now it's still weighing heavy on my mind because expenses are growing. I'm wondering if you see at some point that I will be able to make a move. Okay, so Mary wants us to check, is it in her fairly near future that you will be making a move to a new home? Yes? Yes. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Christine, do you have anything, or do you want me to start? I Go ahead. I'm okay. I can give my birth sign if that would help astrologically or whatever you need. Sagittarius, Gemini rising. Okay. So you've been in a little bit of a crisis here, Mary, and um, it feels like it's gone on, like you said, June, but it feels like it's six months. So I'm not sure, but, but but I'm hearing six months. And so your assignment from Spirit is to play right now. Play as much as you can. I am serious. I am serious. You're a Sagittarius. That should come naturally. Sagittarius love to play and have fun. And with your Gemini, yes, like move around. So what I see is you going to parks, like different parks. If you can't travel. I was going to say exactly that. Get out in nature. Go to a park. Yep. Yep. That's yep. Yep. And um and this has been a long ass win- excuse me a long winter. That's Sorry right. about that. I'm, I'm not supposed to say that word on the air. I can get in trouble. At any rate, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Um, Mary, what is showing is cycles and rhythms. You've been you're just like so tired of whatever wherever you've been, and I know you're in Florida, so it's not like you know you've had a long winter. Right. But they're right. well, but they're the saying financial aspect of it that is the most tiring. Right. Right, so that's why you're being told to go play and be out in nature and be every day give thanks for that ocean, give thanks for that wind, give thanks for the 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 just go into gratitude, and um and while you're playing and being happy, things are going to shift for you because um I just see I see you coming out of this like after like I know that what is that um Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that's the picture that I'm getting how she gets kissed and she comes out of this deep deep sleep and that's kind of where you've been you've been in this deep like how can this get any worse how can like a black cloud following you and right, right. the minute you the minute you go into this gratitude and there's some church that you're going to find that you have never stepped in before that when you oh, walk really? in because I've been searching for a new church also well because I've, I've been disconnected from one that I was with for right. many many years in right. a spiritual so when sense you, and right I so when you walk it. into this new one it's going to feel like a cathedral it's going to feel it's going to feel like I don't know how to explain it, but just remember the bells or something with music or bells or something, and when you walk in, you're going to go, oh, like Gregorian chants or something. There's going to be some kind of chanting or something, and you're going to say, oh, my gosh, I found my new spiritual home. Oh, that would be wonderful. That would be a miracle. It's been, I've been lost since I haven't been going to my regular church many years. Right. You know what I think? But, I think yeah. that this, this fear is sort of overtaking your mind, and you've got too many racing thoughts, and so spirit yeah. can't even give you any messages right now. So you need to get out. You need to play and be connected with nature and quiet your mind so that then, you know, spirit can kind of guide you and direct you, and then you'll be able to hear those messages. Because right now they aren't getting through to you. So you really need that clear mind. So really, I'm getting a lot of nature energy, and yes, as much as out, outdoorness as possible. Well, I'm hoping to go to a big outdoor flea market on Saturday, so Good. we'll see. <laughs> it's a start. Oh yes. my God! Absolutely. Okay. Well, good luck, Mary. Thank just you very think much. Of, think, think, think of us when you're out there and just say, "Those ladies said if I get out here, things are going to change," and they are. So enjoy. Okay. All right. So, listeners, um, I want to thank you all for being part of our show tonight. And um, I'm once again, I'm going to give you um, my contact information. You can go to spiritseeker.com. Contact me through there, or you can go to cindymeyer.com. Um, it looks like a real estate page. I'm getting ready to read. 
Um, and then ChristineCompass.com, and that's uh, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, C-O-M-P-A-S.com. Um, you can uh, you will, you will find Christine here the first Thursday of each and every month. Um, I'm so delighted, Christine, that you are my guest. I look forward to our time together. Um, I, it's just I just want to thank you. Um, oh, you you thank are so you knowledgeable. So I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to seeing you next weekend at the Holistic Fair as well, the oh, Internal good. Spirit Holistic Fair. That's going to be so great. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. I was wondering because remember it was last year that we were together, uh, right yes. next to each other. And we, but, oh, I know. I know. It was just so much fun. Okay, so I'm going to um, just tell you about next Tuesday, or not next Tuesday, next Thursday show um, is uh, I will be doing uh, talking about feng shui for wealth and success. And then the next week we are talking about the 33rd annual Ozark UFO conference. So it's like awesome. And then the last uh, Thursday of the month we are I'm interviewing an author of an energy healer's book of dying for caregivers and those in transition. Okay, have a fabulous week. Enjoy. Tell others about the show. And be sure to sign up for our email newsletter. Okay, thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks, Christine. Okay, bye.